From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Merry Christmas. In fact, it's Merry Choral Christmas with the Luke Singers. No, their director is not a guy named Luke. It's Lux, L-U-X, as in Latin for light or illumination. Pick your own metaphor. Leland Spindler is the creative director and conductor. Pianist Forrest Howell making a return appearance. Welcome back, Forrest, to Highway 89. And cellist today, Paul Woodward. Luke Singers consists of 28 voices, each dedicated to the choral arts and to his or her own religious congregation. Many of these talented musicians in the singers have received bachelor's and master's degrees in music and work in music professionally. And emphasis is on every vocal performance skill that leads to the realization of the group's motto, Harmony Perfected. Their mission is to sing great works for masters of all denominations and sing for the congregants of all faiths in their places of worship. They're based here in Provo, Utah. They have an album called Pray He Is Listening first, but uh, it sounds like the first of many. Their plans today. Let's start off with a piece written by an American composer born in 1968 in Cincinnati, Ohio, Howard Helvey. This is his Sing We Now of Christmas. Oh. 
Sing We Now of Christmas, an arrangement by Howard Helvey. We're listening to a live performance here at Studio 6 of the Luke Singers, our first time to have this group in the studio. Leland Spindler is their creative director and conductor. Thank you for bringing the group in. Thank you so much for having us. Sounds so great, and I know we've got great pieces coming up. I'm very much looking forward to this. You started working with religious ensembles really early. You got put in charge of your congregation choir. How old were you? Fourteen. And what was it that made them think, this will be a good, good idea? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I grew up in the band tradition, not in the choral tradition. Uh-huh. I was the drum major in my high school band, and uh, a lot of kids in our, in our congregation were in the band, and so they thought, hey, if he can do that, he could do choir. He knows how to wave his hands. <laughs> it's the same thing. And yet here you are, in the meantime, with I can hear just in the choir the, the skills of articulation and dynamics that you've really learned the voice. Oh, I'm, and I'm so blessed to work with such fantastic singers. Each one of the members of the choir are incredibly skilled. It sounds like you started this interfaith tradition uh, in France. I did. I served an LDS mission in France, and uh, in one of the areas that I was living, we had a member in our congregation who was the head pianist for the opera, and he brought all of his friends from the opera, and we formed a big Easter interfaith choir and toured all around the south of France singing, and it kind of got my love going for interfaith cooperation and sacred music. So you kept that going when you when you returned? I did. I came back, went to BYU, and started it all over again. So now are, are, are some of these members of the choir, are, I, I know a few of them are current students in, in vocal performance. Just a few. The rest are, have all graduated from uh-huh. various schools. Well, tell us about this idea of harmony perfected. What do you mean when you say that, when you're striving for that? I really think that... Um, when it comes to feeling the power of sacred music, when you put in the extra effort to really achieve perfection, when you have those chords locking in perfectly, Hmm. it affects people in a whole new way. One of my great mentors used to say that when a chord is perfectly in tune, your endorphins dance. (laughs) And so that's kind of the philosophy by which we work, the idea of singing perfectly in tune so that the music can affect the audience the way that the composer intended. That's a great explanation of what we try and understand about why it's so exciting to hear. Exactly. Well, let's hear some more. This is O Little Town of Bethlehem, written back in 1865 by Philip Brook, who'd actually been there. And he wanted his organist to write music to his lyrics, but the organist kept putting it off. And finally, it was Friday before the Sunday. And he said, "Uh, are we done yet? The organist said, oh, I'm sure I'll have it for rehearsal on Sunday morning. And uh, Saturday night, he sort of forgot, but he woke up with the adrenaline you might have at such a moment and said, I need to write a tune. We're about to hear the tune that was written with a big burst of, I hope, some endorphins, as well as adrenaline, O Little Town of Bethlehem.
Beautiful music for the Christmas season, A Little Town of Bethlehem. That was an arrangement by John C. Levitt, a former member of Luke Singers, now pursuing higher education in Spain. Also, Paul Woodward featured cellist there. Leland Spindler, uh, creative artistic director and the conductor of the group. I want to follow up just a little bit on this idea of the endorphin spinning when it locks in. Uh, here is uh, just the whole idea of the beauty and power of music. Obviously, you connected with that at a very young age. I did. So what is it that you're trying to bring to when you go to a different congregation of any faith and you're singing the music that they know, maybe in a way they haven't heard it sung before? Uh, my goal really when we go to a congregation is not only to, only to sing music they know, but music that they don't know mm. and show that there is such power in sacred music of all faiths. Um, and then once you're so used to the music of your own faith, you know, when you sing hymns or anthems in your own church, sometimes it loses the power because it gets so familiar. And when you hear it sung in a different way, at a really high level, it gives it a whole new sense of meaning and purpose. So we saw on social media recently, this was, uh, I don't know, if this must have been, uh, could have been November of this year. It says, as I sit here studying my scores for tomorrow's concert, I have a question about that. You've already practiced. You've already rehearsed. Why are you studying your score the night before the? What What are you What are you looking for? More nuance. Uh huh. One of the great things about working with a choir at this caliber, it's kind of like driving a Ferrari, and when they're finely tuned, it handles in the most subtle ways compared to a Honda or a Pinto, where you're just kind of holding on for dear life. This group, when they're on their game, just the smallest gesture can give a whole new sense of meaning to a word or to a phrase. And so I study my scores every day to find what that is. And then I give myself over to the moment and see which ones come out. And hope for the Ferrari moments <laughs> exactly. and not the Pinto moments. So again, <laughs> I'm going to remember that. I love what you said here after that. I feel overwhelmed at the beauty and power of choral music, so in awe at the ability of composers to infuse so much hope love and light into their music. I feel humbled to perform with such talented people. It is amazing what can be conveyed in just a, a few notes on a staff. Absolutely. And how that can communicate. Well, let's hear your version, the Ferrari version, <clears throat> we're hoping. Uh, it will be. Away in a Manger, this is the version with music by Kirkpatrick, arranged by the conductor Leland Spindler, and featuring soloist Holly Syphus and cellist Paul Woodward.
You're listening to Highway 89, coming to you live from our performance studio at BYU Broadcasting, Away in a Manger, arranged by the conductor Leland Spindler, Paul Woodward, cellist, soloist Holly Cyphus. That's a much-recorded piece that you can find versions by Reba McIntyre, Glenn Campbell, even the cast of Glee took a crack, of course, at Away to... We really enjoyed your version. Thank you. (laughs) Very nice. Different than Glee. Leland Spindler, so uh, tell me about your first performance at the American Choral Directors Association Utah Convention. Yeah, this is the second annual Utah ACDA convention that we've had just this past October, and it was our first performance ever for the American Choral Directors Association, and it was a real pleasure to sing for so many talented and experienced choral directors. And I understand this was the first interfaith concert at the ACDA. It was. Typically, we've done a completely separate interfaith activity, Mm -hmm. but this year we did have a full interfaith um, component to the conference. Which seems to make sense because you're dealing with the great musical literature of the world. So much of it is 
religious music. That's why Absolutely. it was written. Absolutely. For, for centuries, it was all sacred. So where to next with your choir as you look ahead? We actually have a really exciting opportunity. In July of 2018, we will be accompanying Craig Jessup to London to sing for the 100-year anniversary to the end of World War I, uh, a great festival there singing two pieces by Vaughn Williams. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, we're very excited. And set us up with uh, this Carol of Joy, a piece by American composer Dan Forrest. Dan Forrest is a fantastic new composer, uh, young composer anyways. Yeah, he's got born, some, born in 78. Yeah, he's, he's young. And he's got some beautiful music. And here he set the text by Eileen Berry, a Carol of Joy. And it is one of the most exquisite poems that I've ever read. It can bring me to tears just reading it. So hopefully... Uh, you'll feel the power that Dan has used in music to, to set that poetry. Great. We're going to hear Luke Singers right now with Carol of Joy. This is by Dan Forrest, accompanied uh, their accompanist, our pianist today, Forrest Howell.
Carol of Joy by Dan Forrest, performed by Luke Singers here in studio at our performance studio here at BYU Broadcasting. We're so happy to introduce you to this group at the very beginning of their journey, uh, musical journey. They have their first performance tour this year with a series of concerts in California and their Christmas show this year. Tickets went so fast they had to add an earlier show. You can find information about upcoming concerts and even auditions online at lukesingers.com. That's L-U-X. Thank you to all of you for coming in. Pianist Forrest Howell, cellist Paul Woodward, and creative director and conductor Leland Spindler. If you're listening at home, if you just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the first part, hear it all again, or share it. It's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway 89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite, our film assistant, Abby Vance, and the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Merry Christmas.